Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 64th episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Emporium. Emporium's three Chicagoland locations combine the best arcade games, craft beers, and live events. Check out emporiumchicago.com cpc for free drink or game tokens. Next, James and I will be at Indie PopCon this month on the 17th, 18th, and 19th. If you're at the con, please stop by and say hi. Now, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Matthew Gushta, thank you. Thanks, Matthew. Mike Bransky. Paul, Paul Grudis, Grudis thank, thank you. you. Zach Blundell, thank you. Thanks, Zach. Quinn Wilson, thank you. Ryan P. Evans, thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Robert Whaley, thank you. Morgan S. Henderson, thank you. Michael Howard, thank you. Victor Allen, thank you. Thank you, Victor. Mike Christensen, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Daniel Fernandez, thank you. Paul Stefko, thank you. Thanks, Paul. Jan Hendrik Lanskoff. Jan Hendrik Lanschuf, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Honestly, probably Jan. Jan Hendrik Lanschuf, thank you so much. Maximilian McKinney. That is the name of a golden age character who's a millionaire. <laughs> That's probably true. Micah Tertainen, thank you. Thank you. Harry Smith, thank you. I Her nailed that name, by the way. Harry Smith. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> and now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far far away. Tomb Raiders! Smuggling Captain Trist Valentine and former Explore Corps adventurer Lintel Laroon are accompanied by Pliff Swalk and Jane as they head into the ruinous wasteland that was once blown. Many secrets are hidden beneath the sands of this all but obliterated world. But Trist and his crew are not the only people seeking them. As an Imperial transport was spotted by Captain Valentine just before he landed on the surface of Clone. Meanwhile, how long can Bacta, Lenik, Nemo, and Tamlin eat ice cream before going on an exciting spaceship heist? We'll find out. Uh, so you guys take off into the storm. It's really not as bad as it was. The glass flying through the air is still something that you need to wear a uh, rebreather to prevent uh, breathing in the glass. And it's difficult to trudge through the sand. But other than that, you know, this is not a life-threatening winds. These are merely super unpleasant winds. As you get into the storm, you're looking at the scans and you see the area where the you know the imps were, mm -hmm. uh, or should be, because Lynn didn't actually see them, and there's no signal coming back. Is this... Okay, there are many scanner jammer type things that people have so if you you know that if you were being jammed your scanner would not would be work. doing something else got yeah. it though from what you know of scanners if something is on silent or off completely it might not be picking anything up okay but living things it would pick up uh so you living do, things within yeah, there's life out there can it pinpoint life it gives me distance, and it's the green blips that come closer. Does it delineate by size? Yeah. Does it know what a human is? Well, I mean, I I think it, we get, like, medium-sized creatures grouped, etc. You know? So you see several large creatures mm -hmm. um, on the scanner, and, and you do not see... Anything human-sized? Like, it's not picking up anything human-sized. It might still be the effects of the storm that are dealing with that, but you don't see any human-sized things. And nothing smaller, just big things. Big things right now. It looks like uh, there are 
some large creatures in that direction. Since the storm is still active and they are out in it, I say we stay away from there. Perfect. When you get uh, an appreciable distance out into the sands, he hits another ping on the radar. It goes, there's again the faint signal from the ship, but then another faint signal uh, probably about a kilometer or so ahead of you guys. Anywhere near those creatures? Not so that it would be touching the creatures, but the creatures are sort of posted up around that. Uh, You also see what look like smaller life forms appear for a little bit, but uh, they appear to settle. Smaller meaning human-sized or not? Like Smaller than human-sized. Okay, cool. Crossing the sands, you see an outcropping of what look like the foundations of destroyed buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, this appears to be what was once a city. There, the entrance to an underground hideout may be somewhere within these ruins. I suggest that we split into search parties and try to locate the entrance if we can. I would not like to uh, split into groups unless we are going to be able to keep visuals on each other. Also, shouldn't your ping device tell us exactly where we need to go? It will tell us exactly where it is underground. Uh, This metal can even vibrate from beneath the earth if there is enough concentration of the mineral. It will not guide us to the exact entrance. It will merely give us a relative positioning. Certainly, certainly. Um, he, He hits the ping again. There is a strong call in the central area of these ruins, but no pathway or anything like that. But you can see that there definitely is something down there. Okay. How do we want to split up? I believe you will take the boy. So me? Oh, no, you mean Pliff. Yes. Swark, yes. uh, Mm -hmm. You will be with Jane, and I shall wait to see what you return with. Are you certain you want to stay alone? Again, remember, large creatures out there. I believe I will be capable of handling myself or at least avoiding the creature. Again, uh, such a creature would not want to meddle with a predator unless it knew uh, that it was getting its meal. And if it does, uh, I believe it may be too late. So he, he sets up an outpost and he starts putting together a map. He divides up into in the area into a grid, assigns you different grids to search, and plans out, you know, a reasonable search plan for this area. Sure. You get blips on your life scanner map uh, of human-sized creatures now. Oh, man, where? Uh, they are in one of the quadrants that borders you and Trist's search borderlines. Okay, cool. So we split up. I'm going to, like, not super focusing on it, make a uh, a research check, mm-hmm. read ruins, match it to the books. What's the difficulty on looking for an entrance? I'm going to say that's average. Okie dokie. That is a success, uh, two, three advantages, and a triumph. But uh, also, as soon, really, as we separate away enough from Talon, I bleep Trist. Uh, so the imps are probably, they are very close. They are at the other side of that, that dream over there. Okay, but they're not. Just keep keep an eye on them if they... I mean, they probably have the entrance. Do they? They have the entrance, yeah. yeah. That's uh, looking at the, this says entrance that way, it's pointing towards them. Cripes. Huh. So we should tell... Is it possible there are two entrances? Mm, I look at the wall. We have three advantages and a triumph. A entrance point to an underground system would need ventilation. Uh, you look up at the basic city planning outline of this map and you go, if I were going to put a ventilation shaft, it would be here. 
Okay. So you've identified a potential ventilation shaft area. Yes, I am sending you where we are probably going to be able to get in, but I am taking Pleaf up to the ridge uh, to see what their operation is. Okay, well, we're not finding anything here, so we'll head to that uh, ventilation shaft and see if we can find anything there. And please tell Jane what is going on. Cool. Cleef, uh, <laughs> so you should know, there are Imperial agents here. What? I am not certain what they are doing. Why? Please keep calm about it. Why? We do not know, and you and I are going to go find out right now. Oh, God. Also, I do not trust your boss or his boss in any capacity. Uh, and since Tristan and I are both wanted, I do not want to make it known that they are here in case this is some sort of backstab. Can I be honest with you? I would appreciate if you were. I don't trust my boss either. I know you don't. That is very obvious. Is that obvious? It's very obvious. Oh, God. Uh, what if he knows? He definitely knows. Oh, no! So we are going to stay calm. Okay. Keep quiet. Okay. Let's practice the sneaking skills that we worked on earlier. Okay. So he, like, starts getting into a crouch yep. and, like, starts crouch walking across the ground. And after, like, a minute or two is like, my thighs hurt. Should I be crouching now? No, you need to crouch when it is time to hide from somebody. He stands up, dusts himself off. I want you to know that I would like to be really good for you during this mission, and I don't want to screw anything up, and I apologize in advance if I do. That is appreciated. Thank you. I feel like you're in your head a lot about this. I feel like I am, too. He puts his gun on his shoulder, (laughs) and a blast goes off in the air. Uh, He then freaks out and drops his gun. Imperial agents, kiddo. Right, 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 right. Okay. gathers up the gun and holds it in two hands. Did Trist hear the gunshot? It's. I think it's kind of far away from where you are. Just bits, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's just for bits. Blaster bits. Hopefully, just for bits. Uh, so we go sneaking up that ridge. So getting up to the ridge, you can see there are people in desert stormtrooper armor mm-hmm. that appear to be moving equipment. There is also a light tent set up. Probably uh, because I think this is cool that we have this in our world that should definitely be in Star Wars. An inflatable temporary enclosure that's made with, I guess in Star Wars it would be ferrocrete, Mm -hmm. but they inflate the structure, wet it, and then it dries and stays as the structure. Ferrocrete's like concrete. Yeah. You can do that? Yeah. Cool. They're, They're inflatable concrete structures that we have and they're really neat. You see by one of the entrances somebody in a white suit um with a panama hat it's like you don't make out the full person but you do see a white suit there's a swell of music as lynn squints through the viewfinder puts her binoculars down and Mm -hmm. zooms in you see a man who appears to be in his mid to late 50s He's got a beard with a meticulously kept mustache and does appear to wear a hat. Bleep, bleep, bleep. So, uh, yeah, we're looking at a bunch of sand troopers and... How many? Uh, What's the number? One, two, three, four. There, I see about four. And, uh, Makes sense. There, but there are probably more in the tunnels because they also have a... Also making sense. One of the old members of Explore Corps that I've worked with before is uh, working for them. So Really? Yes. Does that complicate things? Yes. I mean, we're going to be dealing with another team, a competent team, uh, better equipped to deal with old weaponry. So uh, there's that. And seeing as he is still working for the Empire, one would presume that he is not going to be friendly or happy to see me. On top of that, I don't recall him being incompetent. We probably don't have much time before they realize we are here. Okay, well, 
Do you have good news or just is that just that news? Oh, that's the news that I had. Uh, did you have any news about the uh, that event? Oh, did I ever? So we cut back to Lenik and Bacta, who are in a booth in the ice. No, I guess they're in the same one because everybody else is outside now yeah. mm-hmm. having Rodian conversations where Nemo is ineffectually hitting on Chartreuse. Oh, God. And Tamlin is trying to wingman real hard. Oh, can't wait for that scene. Oh, you should have seen. You should have seen him. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, my man, <laughs> <laughs> my no. man, Coneman here. <laughs> he punched out a Trandoshan. He went toe to toe with a Herglick. Cold clocked. <laughs> <laughs> and when everything was on the line. Oh my god, it's too much. It's already too much. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be oh a fun my god. scene. Oh. Okay, so you two cool kids, back at your back at your booth. So, uh, what happened between you and Chartreuse? Uh, just, um, bounty hunter stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll get those feelings. I mean, I'm not so tight with every clone that never lived, so I'll get that. So, I know I trolled this earlier today, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the former sergeant in me says that uh, you gotta keep trying no matter what. Uh, You seem different. It's the... I'm not wearing my eye patch. You don't have to, you don't yeah, have to well, keep harping on it. I'm not. It's not the looks. It's just, Lenik, you're a very uh, particular person. And uh, when something changes, it usually means that it's more than just uh, a fashion statement that's changing. And, you know, I'm a member of your crew and I'm here to talk to. Is it is it chartreuse? Because, you know, we can find another slicer. We don't need to make you We don't work have time with- to find another slicer. It's not. It's not an issue. We can still have a working professional relationship. Okay, right there, that tone, that tone is telling me that something's going on. Nothing's going on. I'm fine. I'm 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 dealing with it. Okay. I know you're dealing with it. I I know you're dealing with it, and and you're an adult and all that. But you are not alone in in any of this. You know, I feel like I gotta keep saying that to to you and Trist and and, and everyone else. It's just we all came to the ship with different issues. And over the course of these last five years, we've uh, leaned on each other in different ways and we've developed a way of dealing with things alone together. And I'll feel like it doesn't need to be that way. You know, maybe maybe we act as a unit and, and it'll be easier. It's not always it's not always easier to act together. You know, sometimes sometimes it's OK to pull back. That's OK, too. And I'll know that I know that the atmosphere on the ship can be stifling and I know that you've gone through some stuff and i've never personally dealt with a loss like the one that you've gone through recently but i was at war and uh i I met a lot of soldiers who went through something like that and you know some of them bounced back the next week they had a prosthetic and they were you know good as new better than new and some people really let it sink in and (laughs) when you think about it genetically we were all the same person so I don't know what separates someone who deals with it well from someone who doesn't deal with it well. And whatever you need to do to deal with it, I'll support you in that. And I know there were a lot of soldiers who felt like they'd get in trouble for feeling these ways or, you know, doing something. But but you'd never be in trouble, Lenik. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about me. I'm not. And I, I don't think you need to be worried about me either, you know. I'm sure there are plenty of things about you that I don't know. And I'm sure there are plenty of things about Triss that I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. That, that's okay. And maybe maybe this is a good time for, 
for the sergeant to stand down. Okay, soldier. Back to gets up from the booth and uh, wanders over to the gumball machine, puts a credit chip in, and <laughs> one of those gumballs <laughs> spirals down oh, I very wish, slowly. I wish I could do voice projection <laughs> to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying this tab. I'll take care of the tab. Okay. Hey, you know what? If you're going to be okay, you got to start acting okay. So Bacta goes over to the counter and uh, pops down some credits. You, you like, put the money on the counter. The camera pans over to, like, the ice cream jerk. And he takes the scoop and, like, scoops it into a, a bucket of ice cream. And then when it, like, when it curls, it curls away, like, the, next, oh my scene, God, the next scene is inside the curl. And it, like, zooms in. That's such a Lucas <laughs> transition. It's terrible. Uh, and we're over to the linen trist. Jane is fiddling with a radar device that she was given. And uh, when, when you get to within the area where you think the shaft might be, she hits it. The piercing call goes out, uh, rolls across the sand. Looking around, you know there's wind everywhere, but you feel movement when it happens. Uh-huh. Uh, like it makes your hand twitch a little bit just uh, based on Trist's heroic danger sense. Um, looking around, she's like, oh, my God, we have a strong signal here. I think you're totally right about that vent. Interesting. Trist looks to see if he can see something more like hands on with where the vent is or because they're in that area, right? Yeah. You're, you're is in, it in a area. building. It would be in a building or attached to part of the foundation of a building. Cool. It's sort of like those grates that we have for the subway in Chicago or uh, the way they are in New York City where they have facade buildings that are actually vent shafts for the subway. What's the role to find it? Uh, That would be perception. It is a triumph and a threat. So Um, I know what I want the threat to be. Uh, so Trist, um, they like find the building that the um, like the vents that the ping is basically saying that there's some sort of malfunction with when the planet was bombarded that the bits have like created an opening here. Mm-hmm. He goes into it and it looks like the vents are mostly intact. And instead of like waiting, you know, to see like what the <laughs> easiest way down is, he jumps on top of like the grate and basically just starts like s- like slamming his feet down. And as he's doing that. Jane is like, no, you shouldn't be doing... And then he just crashes through the floor <laughs> and slides through down through the vent into, like, whatever's down there. Good, good, uh, good, good. Jane looks around, she holds her head, and then she rolls her eyes and jumps in right after you. So we cut over to where two sand troopers No, are. we cut back to, we cut back uh, to me yeah. on, on the communicator with you. Uh-huh. Boy, did I ever. <laughs> yeah. We found the vent. If you want to come to this location, it's pretty... You'll see it when you get here. It's a big hole in the floor of a building to the east. Okay, well, you hold positions there. Oh, no. Contact contact card. Yes. No, we're moving already. No, hold position. Hold position. Contact card. I'm going to see if I can infiltrate the sand troopers and see what's going on in the base. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, what? I'm going to infiltrate the sand troopers and see what's going the on the... sand troopers? Yes. What happened? Have you done this before? Have you? Yes. You steal a sand trooper costume. You go see what's going on over First of there. All, I think that they're called outfits. Second of all, you just gonna what? Like go. I think they're called uniforms. If we're going to be well, real, we're both gonna be wrong. But I'm going to be wearing it as a costume. So I'm going to go do that. But uh, please hold position, contact card, organize that. Cleef and I are going to go in and see what's going on. Perfect. Red leader out. I turn to uh, to Jane. Jane, yeah, Jane, like uh, comes down and like stops as you're stopped. 
and her hands like go around you for stability and support. Then she gets her hands off you and like hits you a little bit. Jesus, why I don't, did I you... don't move the entire time that she does that? Why did you do that? Brave and heroic decisions. All right, Lynn says that we should scout out further ahead and try to find uh, the, <laughs> these um, stormtroopers that are down here. There may be Wait a over minute, half what? of their team down what? here. <laughs> what to, are you talking about? Try to keep up, Jane. Okay, stormtroopers. Why are we not alone? This planet was supposed to be uninhabited. Plans change. Or we never had a plan. Okay, okay. Well, this is very different now. Uh, You and I should stick together. Uh, We want to try and scout this area and make sure that we have a defensible location until Talon and the others arrive here. And then we can create some sort of plan. And she's, you're Trist already is like halfway looking down. away. He's like walking down the halls of this place trying to get a lay of the what, what do the terrifying drawings on the walls look like? Yeah, where, where do we, what are, what's surrounding us right now? Uh, so, yes, this, like, even though this was a spacefaring society, uh-huh. it was cultural and customary for them to put uh, cuneiform style symbols on walls and things. So you can see Not in. Weird inlaid not, not that with weird. a uh, that's what i'm used to really with like a decorative metallics uh design within the surface a spider web essentially Ooh. there are a lot of spiders there are a lot of designs of different creatures caught up in the web and if you were an archaeologist you might be able to read this and decipher different meanings and intents and purposes for these tunnels but otherwise it just looks like this is a creepy spider room okay we're in a creepy spider room. This is gross, and I don't like it. Okay, well, this means that we can't use the radar anymore. If there are Imperials down here, they'll certainly hear the sound. True. But if there are Imperials down here, they're probably searching out the same thing that we're searching out, which means we use... Which means we use... We use the Imperials to find exactly what we're looking for. Okay, so that means we have to find the Imperials first. Uh, so Jane looks around the tunnel or just keep your ears open. Well, we they, may hear their radar as well. They clearly haven't been through here. There's a lot of dust on the ground. It looks like it's undisturbed apart from some buffoon falling on top of it. Perfect. What you're telling me is we found a secret entrance and we have the element of surprise. That's exactly what I discerned. Well, it would be great to have the element of surprise if we knew where the enemy was. Great. So you're telling me the enemy also has the element of surprise. <laughs> now we're surprise neutral. <laughs> we cut over to Lynn and Pliff. So the... They're really easy to take out. You just have to remove the helmet. Once you get the helmet off, it's just like one punch to the head and they go down. I don't know how much punching you do on a regular basis. I'm not a puncher, I, feel I would like, say. Look at these arms. They're long. And like, uh, like you just make a piston and see? So he punches and the form is very wrong. His elbow is underneath the fist. Okay, so that's going to get your wrist broken. Okay. okay. Um, How hmm. about I provide you with cover? Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good plan. Uh, it's just not as heroic as it could be, young Pliff. Not as heroic as it could be. Okay, um, I don't know what your read on this situation is. I'm not trying to impress you no i'm aware of that okay i am trying you're very to attractive you irrelevant thank you i mean really incredibly attractive actually when i think of it objectively please very pretty please please, please focus uh the the point of this is that i'm trying to imbue you with skills to help you in life you're going to have to grow into a hero who is impressive okay who can handle himself okay so you want me to go punch a stormtrooper uh no i wanted that but now i want you to provide cover but we were just a that that's not very heroic it's true 
You're catching on. I feel like probably wait here. Okay. I'll be back. So Plith sets up with his, with a rifle. Mm -hmm. He looks through the scope. As you sort of make your way down, this is a desert. You have, in addition to whatever your normal clothes are, a, a sort of robe that's like sandy. And I'm specifically black. colored to also blend in in these environments. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm, how are they patrolling? What's it? Uh, so the, it's not really patrolling. Yeah. The troopers that you're seeing are mostly moving equipment. Uh, they're taking uh, large, you know, hover carts down into this shaft that they've created. And meanwhile, command is sitting inside the ferrocrete enclosure. Okay, so I'm trying to find one who's off to the side, ideally looking at a pad or something that I can sneak up behind, pick up the helmet off the back and punch them in the back of the head and drag them off behind a tent and come out wearing a stormtrooper costume. Well, if you're looking for that, I think that would be something that could be offered by flipping a light side point. Flip that light side point. We are now dealing with four dark side points for the audience keeping track at home. So there is a stormtrooper who appears to be a quartermaster of sorts uh, who's monitoring uh, the flow of equipment in and out of whatever shaft. That person has a hollow pad um, and they're just, you know, typing on it, uh, doing different figures. They are absentmindedly walking around as mm. they play with the, da- the data pad and they go by a low ridge of sand and you see my hand reach out from a thing where I'm crouched and, and pick up its the, the guy's helmet off. What? Kaboom! The camera goes to black. We see through Pliff's scope a sand trooper uh, who like, you know, makes a little nod at Pliff uh, and he like, you know, readies the weapon as uh, you're doing whatever it is you do. So I'm seeing what's going on. What was he checking on this quartermaster nonsense? What are their supplies? How many people are here? I'll stay as inconspicuous as possible uh, seeing just what's going on in their systems. Also, uh, if they have scanners set up to know if we're there, Mm -hmm. we'll see how things go from there. So scrolling through, you see that on planet, there's a lot of mining equipment. Mm -hmm. It appears that uh, whatever entry point the Imperials have found to these tunnels is blocked off by a lot of cave-ins. Each trooper has, you know, full complement of weaponry and things that you would expect stormtroopers to have. In addition to the mining equipment, they have sophisticated uh, radars, detection equipment. I have a question about the mining equipment. Yes. Is it droids? It is droids, but also, you know, the hover carts, uh, different detonation devices that, you know, stormtroopers are dealing with. Uh, The troopers uh, appear to be there for human manual labor. There are droids that are doing, you know, plenty of this work. Do I get a sense of how long they've been here? You can see that it's probably been about a week or so that they have been set up. Okay. And there are eight of them? Uh, this is a complement of about, uh, I'm going to say 15 people 15. that you've counted, okay, cool. in, including command and command right now. The acting commander of this mission is Salazar. Okay. That's good for me for now. That's a compliment of like two people go by and I kind of fall in behind them. I'm making my way towards that Ferrocrete dome. And let's cut over to Findar Station. So we cut back to Tamlin, Nemo, and Chartreuse. Uh, you guys are outside of the ice cream parlor. I figured that you were kind of like looking over the ravine because the space station's huge mm-hmm. and has, um, I don't know, it takes a lot of, takes pains to make the place seem bright and airy. Um, so you can see like many levels, like a, like a mall. Mm-hmm. Like a mall ravine. Uh, a dark small ravine. Uh-huh. 
So, uh, yeah, so Tamlin's like on one side of chartreuse, like mm-hmm. he's leaning up casual oh, style. Fl- flipping a coin. Flipping a coin. He has flipped up the collar of his trench coat oh. and he has like a toothpick yeah, he perched does. in his mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Nemo walks out with them, gesturing towards Bacta. Uh, I'll have what he's having. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, N- Nemo, we met inside. I, yeah, I. I was there. Yeah, no more Ian Sparks. I'm uh, I'm a famous author. Uh, He's written such <laughs> books as Droids on Dathomir one through five, and the Dan Danger trilogy. And oh, it's fiction. Oh yeah, I don't read fiction. Uh, I've I've written a, a couple um, uh, biographies as well, and um, and I'm working on a memoir. Oh, a memoir of who? <laughs> <laughs> um, myself. It's a memoir. I was I was trying to make a make a joke. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a holodrama that you said was in production. It was being scoped. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're, um, I'm sure we're shopping it around right now. Really? Too, oh, um, my God. I, I I don't mean to. I'm, I'm, I'm a really big fan of a lot of holodramas. Which one are you? Like, who are you talking to? Oh, we're talking to. Um, I mean, I can't. I can't. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Say, come but, on. Uh, you can't. Oh, come on. Uh, universal. <gasps> Galactic Versal. <laughs> Galactic Versal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're in the big lace. Oh, how did you even make those connections? I have to know everything, everything. Well, I am a very famous author. Yes. Uh, and I mean, I, I'm also, a, I don't want to say hero, but uh, I say did. Say it, sister. <laughs> uh, my pint-sized compatriot and I did, uh, we saved some lives in the past 48 hours, so. Okay, well, that's. We're private investigators. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The both? You're a private investigator? Yep, mm-hmm. pepper top. Was that a catchphrase? Um, we're pri- yeah, our catchphrase was "We're private investigators." I feel like mine's "I'm 18," and mine yeah, and yeah. mine is uh, "We're shopping, we're shopping it around." These these all make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been private investigators for well over a day, and we solved a case already. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's certainly going to go in my memoir, and uh, as will this interaction. Um, are you and maybe maybe future interactions will go in there as well, you know. So right now you're just every every day. I mean, my whole my whole life is a memoir, so to speak, uh, and I, I'm hoping to add some future chapters okay. to it, like a diary. Are, are you his part of the mission, or are you just around? We're we're a vital part of the mission. Oh. Uh, I'm surprised that, they that would be good to know. I'm surprised they didn't they didn't mention no, us. No, didn't mention you at all. Um, Not a bit. Well, pro- probably because uh, you know we're we're so high profile. It would be sort of a security risk to. Listen, to, I, I know you're trying to. Well, we're Rodians trying to touch base a little bit, but I don't really, I don't really, it's not really what I'm attracted to. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't. Yeah, uh, that's weird that you would. Why would you, why Is would that you? not s- what was, ha- oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I, I didn't think, oh, I, I'm so sorry. I, I you thought don't this need to be, you shouldn't apologize. Hey, don't apologize for something that's not, you didn't need, you didn't do anything wrong. You shouldn't apologize so much. Oh, I'm sorry. How did you meet Uncle Enoch? Business. Cool. I mean, Nemo and I met through business, so that's a good way to meet people. Mm-hmm. Just like right now, we're meeting through business. Mm-hmm. Enduring relationships. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, Not that I'm not trying to imply anything. Uh, Have you noticed? Are, do you feel safe around Lenick? Do you feel? What do you mean? Never mind. That's, um, we all like to chase danger around here. You know, we're all very, uh, uh, we're, a, we're a ragtag group of uh, cavalier freedom fighters. So, uh, you know, danger's always right around the corner, but I think we handle it well, you know. Which is a line from one of his novels, which is a cool novel. You should read it. All right. I just 
I guess. Hey, just think about it, you know? Just whatever, whatever. Hey, you know what? You guys don't even worry about it. I'm going to go check on the guys. I'm always looking to, you know, chase chase that next uh, dangerous adventure. All right. Here's here's what what I'm going to say. Okay. Um I want you to say something that's uh just say something that you just like. You don't talk about your book, don't talk about your novel. What's something that you like? I like to write. Okay. Well, that's good. That What's something that you like? I like to sometimes um uh go out go outside. Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Two garbage people who don't have to speak. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I love I love to go outside too. That's why that's why I'm like going so crazy here because like it feels like we're outside, but we're not actually outside, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh what's another thing you like? Waking up, right? Yeah. That's it's very yeah, I do it every day. Me too. You know what I like to do? Um stay inside sometimes. Oh, <laughs> Right? It makes yeah. going outside that much yeah. more that much more. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, <laughs> now that you guys are connecting, it's such a deep level. <laughs> the music is all happy and tickly and the camera pans away. Let's cut back to Tlone. You guys are patrolling the tunnels, like looking for I think evidence we also materials? would be doing uh rolling stealth to yes. uh, yeah, make sure what's the difficulty on that? Uh, this is going to be of, I think, average difficulty. Gotcha. They're not looking for you. <clears throat> per- yeah, perfect. And we're not looking to get caught. That is a success. So, yeah, you you know, are crouched through the tunnels. You're making sure that your footing is sure as you walk through these areas. And we're using the last good ping that we had as a, like, course marker for what direction to go and just kind of trying our best. Well... Looking for signs of life. That's interesting because as, as you are using that ping, in the area you hear, like, a high-pitched whine as the radar refreshes and it appears that someone somewhere else has set off a ping uh that is being used on the same device that you're using i turn to jane and flash a very cocky grin huh? okay where you yes i get it using now their radar i get it make putting them to work for us and then you hear what sounds like <clears throat> it would be wind or you know maybe a rushing of water just like a lot of movement that causes you to freeze really quick and as soon as it came it is gone does it do we have any idea of which direction it was moving uh hmm. it's hard to tell because it is echoing throughout the hallways can you make the an approximation of the noise is it like marching is it oh it's just okay yeah it just sounds like a lot of movement and activity and then all of a sudden it's gone yeah when it started i grabbed jane to make sure that she was still like mm. held onto her um and then when it passed i kind of let her go what are you doing did you hear that yes i heard that what is that First instinct is that it's ghosts. My first instinct is usually always right, so it's ghosts. Be careful, we're dealing with ghosts. Okay, I'm gonna say that it's definitely not ghosts, whatever it is, but, you know, maybe it's an animal. Great, well, animals can be ghosts, so egg on your face. Just be aware, and whatever it is, it's here, and we have to be aware it's sharing a space with us. Great. Jane pulls out a, a vibro sword and she pulls out a blaster. Well, whatever it is, I'm going to be ready for it. Okay. Well, me too. Just not going to walk around with weapons exposed, but I'll also be ready for it. Just FYI. Okay. Well, it's not exposed. It's at the ready. I don't know about you. Shh, shh, shh. We're sneaking. We're sneaking. Uh, she like draws into herself, 
tries to regain her composure and like looks around. Uh, she's got a light at the end of her blaster and she's shining it around the hallway. Uh, you can see on the walls uh, the pictograms of these spider people like devouring Mandalorians. It's like real weird and creepy. There's a lot of dismembered human beings caught up in the web. Don't worry. All these spider things are long dead. Only their ghosts remain. Okay, I don't believe in ghosts, but that is still not comforting. What was that? You see down the hall, like a a tiny shadow move. And then your radar refreshes and the sound comes back. And there appears to be a lot of chaotic movement down that hall. It's probably nothing. (laughs) That is definitely not nothing. I have a bad feeling about this. Okay, well, you should... And we cut over... Oh, no! (laughs) End of episode. Now, how about a Dear My Knock letter? Dear Ava, I've been fascinated by Force users most of my life and been researching their history as a hobby for the past few cycles. Um, I think this is the wrong number. I thought that we weren't taking other people's mail. I received specific instructions from Kat that I'll have to read this letter, so I'm gonna do it. Oh, so it's about cooking. Uh, I don't know why Kat asked me to read it, but I'm gonna finish reading it, and then we can make judgments. Fine. And could be a metaphor for cooking as well. Mm. Sometimes she does that. Yeah. Okay, look, look for metaphors then. I've been researching their history as a hobby for the last few cycles. I came across your name while reading a Holonet forum belonging to a group of fellow Force enthusiasts, and with some great effort, managed to connect you to the crew of the Minoc. I hope this message does get to you, as tracking you down has been near impossible. But the Minoc has been ridiculously easy to locate. <laughs> That's just rude. The Minoc crew really need to learn what keeping a low profile, and that's in quotes, means. Look. They were literally the second hit on Hollow Bing. Yeah, I feel like we got Oh, Hollow Bing, really? I, I like, use Hollow Bing. I feel like that's on you, Ben. You, you would use Hollow Bing. Just to, like, Hollow Bing the Minoc. I can see what we're up to. I use Ask Grievous. <laughs> They were literally the second hit on Hollow Bing when I searched we Minoc. Should, we should work on that. Our SEO should be better. We should get up to we number one. We can talk one. to an SEO but guy, But yeah. a, a Minoc's like a real thing, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, real and it's like a real problem. <laughs> so it worked really hard to get second... us above yeah. the real Minoc. Why are you doing Okay, we're getting to the question. My question, the Sith Code seems like such a great motivational tool for anyone. Why do you suppose those who traditionally followed this code seem to be what most consider to be quote-unquote evil, when the code can be applied to acts of great kindness and generosity as well. I realize I'm asking about the highly subjective topic of morality, but one can be just as passionate about freedom as another can be about subjugation, and yet we have only heard about the great acts of terror and violence that the Sith have done in the past. Can users of the dark side of the Force do good? I'm very interested in hearing your thoughts on this. Signed, Curious on Corellia. Okay, so, obviously... Lots of breakdown there. First of all, if we want to let's break it down. If we want to keep a low profile, you'll know that we're keeping a low profile because you won't be able to find us. Look, right now we're doing exactly what we need to be doing, what? and we wanted you to be able to find us that easily, pal. Why? I have my reasons, but believe you me, when Lena Gilo doesn't want to be found, 
Lena Gila will not be found. Oh, so this is addressed to Ava. So we were never meant to read what we just read. Yes, I think yeah. this is illegal. We are people definitely, are, no, but people are, is, my point is that people are taking shots at us in letters that aren't even addressed to us, which is BS. So you would, you would yeah. prefer that people take shots at us directly in, in letters? I would prefer us? that people aren't talking behind my back about stuff like that. If, if so, anybody if you want to shoot us, the king, that... you step to his face, okay? I don't think that that's is the not expression. the expression at all. Yes, it is. If you want to step to the king, you step to his face? No, no. It's, it's when the king's the expression. When the king's in this. town, you go around. What's, no, what's that's the when king? the chips are down. No, when let's break it down. That phrase is not important. What's important is that this person is talking about us behind our backs. That's what I'm. That's what I'm upset about. Is there a return address? Uh no, no it's return address. Curious. I mean, I would like to know if they do write back. What force user forums are you on? Because that would be useful. Yeah, that would be really useful. So get back to us on that. I mean, you know, maybe we should just try looking on the Hollow Net for force user forums. Oh, Though, I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll punch in and oh, ask Grievous real wait quick. Wait a minute, Lynn was saying something about the Hollow Net. That, that it's not. I, the Hollow Net's great. You can get like cartoons and stuff on it. True. And stocks. What are those? Well, you like to see how your investments are doing. Do you have investments? Oh, yeah, I've got plenty. What have you invested in? Futures. Of? Look, I think that there's a, a word for it that's slipping my mind, but it's where I, I'm betting on the stock market. Yeah, yeah. Futures. Well, yeah, exactly, but usually Futures. Mm -hmm. This is boring. Okay. It won't be boring when I'm rolling in credits, now will it? I got nothing because I'm a child and <laughs> investments isn't a thing that I understand or would ever be interested in. So if this is going to be fun, it's on you guys right now. I'll explain it to you in a way that might make sense to you. Say that you could buy uh, one ice cream cone now, or... You could invest in a cow ice cream now. that will produce milk that you can make now. into ice cream until the cow dies. No, ice cream now. I'll take the ice cream now. That's a bad investment. That's only one ice cream cone. But if you buy the cow, you'll have unlimited ice cream. Wait. What if the cow gets sick? Well, then you buy medicine. No, I, want the, I want the ice cream. You can have as much ice cream as you want when you have a cow. <laughs> Chris, I don't want the cow. I want the ice cream now. Right, but the, the cow will make... This is... You lied to me. You said ice cream now. <laughs> No, no, no. Once you have the cow... I don't... I don't want the cow. <laughs> yeah, but when you have the cow, you can say I want ice cream now whenever you want and always don't have ice cream. Don't tell someone that there's ice cream Cat, why was this important to you? Why was this important Probably to you? Probably the ice cream thing. She knew I would bring up ice cream. I knew you would bring up ice cream. We don't have any more ice cream. We're out of ice cream. That's why we should buy a cow. That's all I'm saying. We do not have room for a cow. So we should... This is the last time, Lenik, that I will hear about a cow. I'm just... We're not getting a cow. If you think about all of the money that we spend on ice cream, we've got a Vaughn skin. Hold on, let's go back. We've got a Vaughn skin. What did the what did the, the message say about ice cream? Was, ice was, cream was, it, was, it, was, somewhere, was it going to be ice cream? Was there ice cream involved? There's no ice cream in the letter. There was never going to be any ice cream. Well, this is ridiculous. I wouldn't have woken up for this if I thought okay. that there wasn't going to be ice cream. I think cream. we need to ban the mention of ice cream when it's not in the freezer. If we don't have ice cream... That's a good idea. That's a fine idea. It's way. all I'm going to be thinking about now. Buddy, it's all anyone's going to be thinking about now. I'm okay? going to be thinking about a cow. And I can say cow because you never said anything about not you saying cow. this close to getting cow banned from the ship. Also, Bantha. So, so you're it would saying be a Bantha? No, it wouldn't. Because the only reason we're saying cow is because we banned the word Bantha a while ago. It's a loophole. Oh, that's what he means. Okay, <laughs> but we can still say snake, right? Yeah, yeah. There are legitimately snakes. Snakes on Dagobah. Yeah, yeah. Dagobah. Also, of, probably other places too. Yeah, I'm most familiar with the actual real snakes on Dagobah. Though. Great. Okay, I, we can say snakes. Well, that didn't answer anything at all. Oh, so. you can milk snakes. 
for their venom. Can you make ice cream out of venom? No, Are not good sh- ice cream. Well, Tony has venom sex. Why was... Um... I'm not going to milk my own son. <laughs> and we can't make ice cream from his milk. And it's not milk. It's just the act of milking, which is a verb. Not a noun milk. How? Are we Ooh, sub- so help me if you've been milking my son. I, of course I would not. Use syntax. Context clues. <laughs> well, syntax clues. But you Use can, syntax clues. But you can milk venomous things. <laughs> but it's not milk. No, but it's still the act of drawing the We're thing. We're talking it's about called... verbs and nouns. Yes. We want the noun milk, not the verb milk. Okay. Let me just ask Grievous this. That'll get to the bottom of it. No, don't ask. We don't need to ask Grievous anything, okay? Dear, <laughs> dear Grievous. That's not how you put in information in that. Can you make ice cream you don't ask from if, venom are you just writing that in your journal well yeah it's to remind me to to, later, ha- to okay. ask grievous it later right, because we have a job right now okay it feels like we're not going to be able to answer this question at all what question well, was, was uh, there a question does anyone know anything about the dark side of the fool i do what yeah well grizel yeah, did dark side did. stuff okay so yeah it's fine yeah, Grisel right. was a good person. There you go, it's so, fine. There you go, yes. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know about fine, but well, can be done responsibly. He says it's fine. I wanted to know, so the, the question was about the Sith Code, though, right? Yeah, but nobody knows what that yeah, is. Yeah, no one knows what that is. No, that's what I was going to ask, if anybody knew what it was, because the Jedi, you said that they said that Sith were bad, but the person mentioned freedom, and freedom's good. Yeah. Freedom is good, but it's not free. That's the thing that everybody forgets. Yeah, freedom isn't free. It takes folks like you and me. Okay. And I'll proudly stand <laughs> up. Thank you for holding it. Most people don't hold it. Next to you. Thank you. And defend you, Tatooine. Because <laughs> I'm proud to be anymore. a moisture gonna... farmer. No, we can't. We can't because of the... Oh, yeah, the copyright. Because it's a copyright because these do go out. I think God that this... God bless you, Tatooine. I think this is... That's fair use. You can't do any more, though. Rigus God believes it's the universe 6,000 Well, no, but since it's a parody, I think it's fine. Weird Al. The full thing would be fine? Yeah. 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 Okay. We, you wasn't singing the real lyrics. He was singing the dirty version. When Trist sings any song, it's the dirty version of that song. That's fine. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, but nobody knows anything about the code or anything. No. So we can't. Real only real nerds know that stuff now, unless like they're a practicing Sith. Well, uh, why somewhere. didn't we go wake up Uncle Lin? I am. Um, she's really tired. I know it. How yeah, do you I know, know the Sith code? There's. There's in a book. Okay. How okay. do you know things that you know? Certainly not from books. I was trained by the military academy on... Okay, see, every so... explanation of knowledge is valid. That's true. What book are you reading with a Sith code? Are I... you reading a history? Oh, I also know um, the Sith code. Okay, okay I I'll like see what this is. No, I'll I... see what this is now. Okay. No, I, I'm remembering Neither now. Neither you know the Sith code. Do you want me to tell you, or are you just going to make fun of me I'd this like whole to time? know if you actually know. I do actually know. I, I have, it, what is your I have it memorized because code. I copied it down over and over again in my journal, and then I would read it over and over again, and then I would write it again, and then when my tears would wipe away the ink, I would rewrite it again, and then I would stay up all night rewriting it and reading it The Sith Code? Why? It was in a book. Don't you do things in books? You just no, no. You do all of that to anything in a book, guys. It's not a big deal. It, it, it sounds like a huge deal. Why are you crying? I'm not crying. He cries a you, lot. I'm not crying. He cries all the time. Where's my eye patch? I'm not crying. Okay, okay. Can Peace I just... is a lie. There is only passion. <laughs> Through passion, I gain strength. Let go of my notebook. Let go of my notebook. Oh no! This is all. Also, how are you reading it? Um, this is all stuff I'm remembering. Is this the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. Is it? Yes. Um. 
Through strength I gain power, through power I gain victory, through victory my chains are broken, uh, the force shall free me, spank me, No, that's my not- hair. No, this- I'm- this is all from memory. No, yeah, you're not remember- that stops at the force shall free me, that's it. That's no, the it, that's not even half of it. Well, what's wrong with that? That's the first half of it. So, the- the Jedi didn't like that, then what was- Cause it's you know the Jedi, the Jedi code, right? It's not that the Jedi didn't like that code. It's they didn't like what people did with it. The Jedi fought a war against the Sith a long time ago because the Sith were taking over the galaxy and killing a lot of people. And but I thought that also like the Mandalorians did that. And the Mandalorians fine. did do that. Well, they're fine now because they're not doing that anymore. Death Watch for a while was trying to take back Mandalore and make them militaristic again, and that wasn't a good thing. Okay, okay. And the Jedi fought against that too. But so, but but if it was a long time ago, then why aren't the Sith okay now? Uh, well, because, buddy, I'm pretty sure the Sith caused all the Jedi to die. I do believe that a Sith conspiracy brought down the Jedi Order from within, possibly. We don't actually know all the details, but uh, uh, the Jedi were killed all at once, all at the same time, and for a long time, we knew that there was a Sith out there somewhere, and uh, Jedi like Jizzle okay. were so looking for that Sith. And this was Curious? That was the name of the person with the letter, right? Yeah, I don't remember. So it sounds like there's nothing actually wrong with it, and there's definitely nothing wrong with the dark side. It's a lot easier, actually. Yeah. The light side's only, like, it's hard and you have to... It's only really good for healing people. Now, and I guess if you want to heal people... Do we know for sure that that's true? What do you mean? Uh, do you know the Jedi Code? I don't know the Jedi Code. I don't know the Jedi Code either. I was just talking about what Mom taught. So The Sith Code. No, no, I don't... No, you're the only person that I've ever heard say it. Oh, okay. I, I know it too. Okay. I, I feel like the only record that we have of well, Sith Force users are I don't know. pretty violent. You said so, it all, oh, we're making stuff up. Well, then what's wrong? No, what's If there's nothing memory. wrong with the dark side, and I'm willing to say that probably there's nothing inherently wrong with the dark side well, of the Force, because Grizzel... Yeah, that the, the fanged god like helps us to, to do what we want. Right, right. So if there's nothing inherently wrong about that, it's the philosophy that you use to justify what you do with it that's a problem. And the Sith Code has been tied to people that have done some pretty horrific things throughout history. So maybe we could study about the Sith. Uncle Lena can teach us. And avoid the pitfalls that brought them to do bad things to other people. But you said that the bad things were because it was violent, but mom hurt a lot of people. Yeah, she hurt a lot of people in self-defense. And, you know, that is that is an interesting area that the Jedi would often talk about. If you wanted to talk about using violence to uh, help and uh, using violence to hurt, we could do that later. I think with all things, it's, you know, pick apart what you need and leave aside what you don't. Sith code is just that. It's, it's a code. You can kind of pick and choose which parts you want. You know, if you believe that uh, through passion like, you gain strength. Like a recipe. Exactly. Oh! oh! There it is. There it is. See? Cat always knows. Okay. Well, there you go, Curious. It sounds fine. Also, please don't... Maybe we should... Guys, we should really not be on Space Bang that prevalently. Right, we should be more prevalent. No. Number one. No, Minox are... Re they're... I'll call, they're I'll, a real problem. Okay. I'll call my SEO guy. Yeah. We might... I mean, we might need to spend a little money, but... No, Lenik, but I think you gotta spend money to make money. Lenik, I think we're... I think, you know, Tamlin's right. Let's let the six-year-old dictate how we spend our time on the internet. HoloNet, <laughs> He's sorry. five. He is five. You're right, and you're never gonna be six if you keep up that. We'll just take away your birthday. Is that a threat? 
we'll take like away a, your birthday. It feels like a threat on my life. I don't think you can take away my birthday. No, well, no, he wasn't going to take away your life. I was learning about cycles. He was going to... Cycles are going to happen anyway. You're uh, going to take a skip year. Oh, no, no, no. No, you, you we'll, don't get to take a skip year. We'll give you a skip year. I, hmm. When I was a kid, I had three skip years because I was feels, bad. This feels like a thing. This feels like a thing where we were calling like Bantha's... I'm sorry that I said it. I will put a credit in the jar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cows. <laughs> It's just a way to get around it. By just calling them cows, we get around no, the whole thing. That's so not true. I'd still skip years are very six. big on tattooing. No, we might call me five, but I'd be six. Legally, you'd still be five, and you wouldn't get a birthday, and you wouldn't get a party, uh, and no gifts or toys. That's, hmm. that's so no weird. Rodians, Rodians do double years. So I've had years where I've had two birthdays in the same year. I want to do that. It's it's pretty cool. What are you what are you doing? I'm 48 years old. What are you doing right now? <laughs> what do you mean? Fine. Yes, double years for good. Maybe I should children. Go oh, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm just. No. It's just a weird. It makes a lot of look, sense. Look, you already get double years, Bacta. <laughs> yeah. What okay, are you? You're, aging you're like so 11. Fast. You're 11, but you, you look, look older you look, every time I see you. You look like a grandpa. He does it. Oh, he does. Oh, don't look like a grandpa. Oh, really? Okay. Well, we'll see how you look when you're 35. I will look biologically. God, what kind of limbs are you going to be missing at 35? You're going to be all chopped up. That seems mean. I it was mean. mean. You're I said correct. It, mean. it seemed mean and it was mean. You have to put a credit in the mean jar. Mean jar? <laughs> Let's answer another letter. Let's answer another letter. Thank you, Curious. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. What Else is an interview show spanning various topics and fields of endeavor. It's like the Charlie Rose Show, but with less Charlie. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion. 